Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Discover.com slash credit card. Limitations apply. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. Elvis head up, finds Debo, there's the tip for Brazil! Hammer time! What was I saying about wrecking the rim? Hogs are going to dribble it out. Old Dominion's not going to foul. It's been an entertaining ball game. It has been an entertaining game at Bud Walton Arena tonight. Jeff Jones and his Old Dominion team came to play. They gave Arkansas pretty good rumble tonight, 86 to 77. Yeah, yeah. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go into shell. We won't go into attack mode. Because that's what's required. On 1037 The Buzz. One hour down, two hours to go. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Joe Franklin, broadcasting live from the Hogsmeade Market Studios with you today. And thank you, as always, for making us a part of your afternoon. This afternoon, it's Trigger Tuesday, which we'll talk about what's bothering us in the world of sports here after a while in this hour. So uh, keep those uh, text messages on our Southern Structural Solutions text line coming at 501-661-1037 as to what's triggering you. As we know, uh, a lot of things going on, especially here in the state of Arkansas, had uh, the Sam Pittman news, and which is nothing. You know, he hasn't been fired yet. You know, a lot of people are wanting that. Apparently today it's turned into Gus Malzahn question of whether or not he's going to be the coach because a lot of people are giving their opinions on it. But still, a lot of things are happening with the football program, but also basketball, because we know the Razorback basketball team took care of business against Old Dominion last night. Wasn't the prettiest of performances, but Arkansas still won. Eric Musselman was uh, none too happy with some of the things, but was extremely happy with others. But still, they sit at 3-0, and and they are just a week away, roughly, until the battle for Atlantis, which will be a great test for this team down there in the Bahamas and someone who's going to be down there, and as well as covering all things Razorback basketball, it is Curtis Wilkerson of hogsports.com. And Curtis, really appreciate you joining us, and uh, I know you're looking forward to next week, not because it's Thanksgiving, but because you get to go down to the Bahamas. Yeah, I mean, I think I'll trade, you know, some some turkey and dressing for, uh, you know, the beach and some Arkansas basketball. I'll take that for sure. Um, Really, really looking forward to that trip. It's going to be some awesome basketball, not just the Razorback game. That's just a a loaded field. It's a unique atmosphere. Uh, Feast Week is awesome, man. Like, if you're a college basketball fan, it doesn't get any better than that. Arkansas was in Maui last year. Uh, which is great. And then, you know, the, the battle for Atlantis is right on that level. Seeing some really, really good teams. Uh, really excited about it. And, hey, you know, can't look ahead too far, though, because UNC Greensboro is looming on Friday. Uh, those guys are really good. Arkansas is going to have to be locked in for that one. Well, that, what's your takeaway from the game against ODU last night where they really shot the ball well and Arkansas gets a close win? Yeah, you know, well, one, credit to ODU, because I, I think Old Dominion is going to be a, a team that has a, you know the opportunity to win their league. Musman said that uh, before and after the game. But, you know, for me, uh, I have a couple different takeaways on it. You know, first of all, I'm not, I'm not panicked about it. I know some people just expect Arkansas to go out there and beat every team they play by, you know, 30 points, especially in Bud Walton Arena. But, uh, you know, I think as, as maybe as excited as we got, uh, you know, after that Purdue exhibition where it's like, man, uh, we knew this Arkansas team was going to be good, but maybe they're just ahead of schedule. Nah, they're, they're probably right about where they should be three games into the year, which means they're a team that has the potential uh, to do some really special things, but they're also not a finished product, and they got stuff to work on. So offensively, I, I thought they looked awesome. You know, shot 50% from the field, over 40% from three. Uh, 15 assists, just four turnovers. I mean, they were crisp, had five guys in double figures. It was balanced. That side of the ball, I don't think you can really ask for much more aside from, you know, make the occasional free throw because it's 35 through three games. Uh, the struggles, though, on the defensive end, these are things that Musk has, has kind of magnified. He did after that Gardner-Webb game. He wasn't happy. He mentioned, you know, physicality, 
rebounding and, and defending the dribble drive, and all of those things were issues against an Old Dominion team that ran small ball lineups and, and really looked to attack off the bounce. Uh, and as a result of that, you know, Arkansas has given up dribble penetration and, and offensive rebounds, uh, and it was leading to the defense collapsing and, and you know, then being able to kick out the ball and, and knock down rhythm threes. And, you know, an Arkansas team that only given up eight threes through two games uh, gave up 11 against Old Dominion. So uh, definitely some things to work on on the defensive end. I'm sure they'll get it figured out. But, uh, yeah, you know, I, I think they're in a good spot on one side of the ball. Some things that they've got to, you know, work on on the other side. Uh, the weird part about it is it's kind of the reverse of what we've seen in, in the past few years when Arkansas usually uh, is really, really salty on the defensive end, and, and maybe they're trying to play catch-up on offense to reverse this year. That's actually going to perfect segue into my question because it seems like that offensively Arkansas is definitely – uh, where they need to be and, and showcasing that uh, amount of weapons that they have. But uh, is it a good thing or is it a bad thing? Does it really matter as far as this team being so much further along offensively than they are defensively? Because I take the uh, the approach, Curtis, that this team's going to figure out defense as the season goes on because usually most his teams do. But uh, mm-hmm. is it actually a positive that the offense is right where it's at and the defense is uh, somewhere to go because you feel like it's going to improve as the year goes on? Yeah, I, I think I 100% agree with that. Uh, you know, the, the track record for Must, not just at Arkansas, but even, you know, back to his days at Nevada, his teams are going to guard. I mean, they, they just are. It's a non-negotiable. Uh, you know, I think Arkansas's average, you know, ranked 12th or 13th in the country and adjusted defensive efficiency, uh, you know, over the course of the last three years. They've got the talent. I mean, you know, when it starts with Devo Davis and, and Tremont Mark as, you know, potential lockdown perimeter defenders, uh, that's a really good start. They're athletic, uh, they're deep, and, and they've got you know some length around the rim. So uh, I don't really worry about them big picture defensively because you know I do think Arkansas does some things differently than you know maybe some of these transfers that did in their past schools. Uh, they're really making an emphasis on on no middle, not giving up the middle. Uh, that's a little bit different than you see in some places. Uh, the way that they defend the three point line with those Pat Riley closeouts that. Uh, must likes to teach. It's just a different way of doing things. So it takes a little bit of an adjustment. We've seen in the past, you know, I think a couple of years ago about, uh, you know, guys like Aldi Tony and Stanley Amude, who wound up being great defenders for Arkansas, they struggled from out of the gate. They looked about a half step slow, and it's because they were getting comfortable in the system. So the further along we get, the more I think they're going to settle in. And, you know, we know that nobody's going to be more prepared uh, than an Eric Musselman coach team, especially on the defensive end of the floor. I think they'll be fine. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm really encouraged by where they're at offensively, knowing that, you know, I think you can pretty much take it to the bank. They're going to be able to guard when it's all said and done. Something that could have been the difference in the game, and it's encouraging from the defensive end, is you limit ODU to only shooting five free throws. So that shows that, you know, from that standpoint, you are playing good defense and not really giving up easy points at the foul line. Yeah, yeah, that's really good. That was, that was a really good stat. You know, I, I think Arkansas attempted 29 free throws and, and only allowed five. Uh, yeah, that's that's really encouraging. I mean, you'd like to do that in a game where you, you didn't also give up 11 three-pointers. But, uh, yeah, to be able to defend without fouling is really going to be a key for this team. Uh, and, you know, you think about it, it wasn't really like that at the beginning of the game. I mean, Tremont Bark picks up two fouls right away. Uh, he has to go to the bench. I think that obviously impacted some things by having him on the floor for what was it, about 15 minutes of the first half. And the same thing with Taylor Battle. You know, he comes in, he gets whistled for a foul before he, uh, before a second even comes off of the clock. And then he, he picked up a second one a little bit later. Uh, and, and I think they did a pretty good job of regrouping from that. Um, and, yeah, you know, defending without fouling, uh, an Arkansas team that puts a lot of pressure on you on the ball, uh, they trap you in the half court. They look to generate some steals and get out in the passing lanes. When you're that aggressive, you know, there are going to be times uh, where you get a little bit too aggressive and too handy and you start getting those whistles and, and putting the opponents on the line. Uh, they didn't do that last night. Yeah, I agree. You know, they, they've got some things to work on, but that was definitely a positive development on the defensive end. Speaking with Curtis Wilkerson of hogsports.com here on Out of Bounds. Now, Curtis, something I know Musk talked about was defensive rebounding and had a funny clip where he was just giving everything an F plus, uh, F minus minus <laughs> across it, which was hilarious. But I'm curious because, okay, so here's the thing. If the rebounding was struggling as much, which we know uh, you have some guys that are sizable, like a Trevin Brazil, uh, Makai Mitchell, who had a really good game at 15 and 10. But Chandler Lawson only played six and a half minutes in this game. So I was just curious, was there a reason as to why he didn't play as many minutes, especially if the rebounding was 
being a struggle as much as it was because I feel like Mutz would want to get the guys in there who have a really good size and who a guy like him who's shown some really good ability would have played a little bit more. Yeah, you know, he did mention after the game that, you know, he he kind of considered even moving Trevor Brazil to the three, uh, you know, because Mikhail was playing so well at that center spot, and he thought maybe he could get Graham or, or Chandler Lawson back in there for some more run. Uh, I think it was just a, a situation where it was dictated uh, maybe a little bit by the opponent, you know, because Old Dominion was playing so small, it was four true guards. Uh, you felt like you had to have Mikhail out there because he was gobbling up the rebounds and it was probably your most physical presence. Uh, so you had to have somebody who could guard in space, with, you know, maybe a little bit more uh, than some of those other fours. But, yeah, it, it's interesting with Chandler Lawson. You know, he gets the start, uh, only plays six minutes in the game. Uh, it, it was kind of an up-and-down thing, though, because there were times where I looked at him in those opening minutes, and I'm thinking, man, you know, he's really aggressive. He's getting after it on the glass. He had a tough finish inside. Uh, but then I watched him give up two offensive rebounds in a row, and, you know, then he kind of has a really just a, a kind of a sloppy turnover, putting the ball on the floor. Uh, and, and then he hit the bench, and so I think you know, the situation with Arkansas is maybe playing the hot hand uh, a little bit with the big double-double from Makai and then also playing the matchup. Uh, but it, it is interesting, you know, like at the beginning of the year, it was Chandler Lawson who had really emerged at that center spot. You get to the opener, and, and Jalen Graham has that big game, and he's maybe, okay, uh, he's going to be the guy that takes hold of this. And the last two, it's been Makai Mitchell, so... Uh, it's kind of been a, a little bit of a circus in terms of figuring out who's going to be the guy at the center position. And truth be told, it might just be a different one every night. Something else that you really like to see is the guys who play the heavy minutes in the backcourt in Devo and L. Ellis, they really played good games. And, and so, uh, like you just mentioned, it could be a different player every night. But when you're talking about a combo in the backcourt that they played the heaviest minutes in the game, but then they also played well you don't always see that happen either. Yeah, that was the game I've really been waiting for out of Devo, you know, especially offensively. Uh, when you had the foul trouble that you did with, with Mark and Battle, who are your two leading scorers this year, uh, they needed somebody to step up in the backcourt. I thought Devo did a really good job in the first half. I think he scored, uh, you know, 10 of his 16 points before the break. Um, and he just looked a little bit more aggressive and, and a little bit more assertive to score. Uh, man, when he gets to that left hand, he's hard to stop. And, you know, the other thing about Devo, and, and must mention this after the game, he's just, uh, he's a wild card. You know, he plays with a swag and plays with a flair. You know, must that he's got a bag that he likes to get into. Uh, and, and that's been kind of a double-edged sword in the past where he would make those wild plays and, you know, wind up on Sports Center uh, for some crazy play, whether it's like snapping the ball between his legs like it's a, a football or, you know, a behind-the-head pass or whatever. Uh, but it would also be mixed in with just some maddening turnovers and, and you know maybe some poor decisions that make you want to rip your hair out. He's really limited those this year. So I think it's a sign of maturity and comfort in the system. We're three games in. He doesn't have a turnover yet. So you know if he's giving you close double digit scoring and he's distributing the way he has and he's taking care of the basketball on top of that, you're really onto something there. I mean, L. Ellis, I thought he was incredible. You know. Uh, a guy who was third in the ACC in scoring last year, you knew he could kind of go off as a scorer if he needed to. Uh, he was really getting to the rim at will. Uh, he's got an impressive layup package. He can really finish with some, some acrobatic stuff in there. But to lead the team in scoring with 17 points, he did it efficiently on 7 of 11 shooting. Uh, and then you're getting your teammates involved with eight assists and zero turnovers. I mean, what more do you want from a point guard? Uh, I thought he was phenomenal. Speaking with Curtis Wilkerson of HawkSports.com here on Out of Bounds. Curtis, I'm curious because I like Jeremiah Davenport. Right? He's kind of a, a big energy guy, and I don't think he's ever seen a three-point shot he didn't want to take. But what do you think his role is going to be on this team? I know we're only three games in, and uh, he only has played, I think, 13 minutes last night, roughly. He hasn't played a whole lot of minutes on the season, but what kind of role do you think that he could define himself? Is he going to be a guy who comes in and uh, throws up a couple of threes, or do you think there's going to be a lot more than that? Well, I, I think despite kind of getting off to a slow start in terms of knocking down shots, and he is a streaky shooter. He's showing some of the things that you want to see uh, that might lead you to believe he could have more than just spot minutes. You know, and I don't think he's going to be a guy who winds up playing 30 minutes a game for Arkansas, but there's no reason why he can't give you, uh, you know, a good 12 to 15 every night. And, and for a guy who can, you know, get a shot off as quickly as he does uh, and has the confidence that he does, you can really make an impact in that time. So, uh, what is he, like 3 of three of 11 or something? I don't know, from 3 so far this year. So it hasn't been going down at the rate you expect. Well, that's going to come around, and you know, must have it after the game. Like we're going to let him kind of shoot his way out of that slump because he's got the track record where he's proven he's going to be a guy who's capable of knocking down shots for you. 
But what else is he doing to bring value if it isn't falling? So he's been defending better than they expected. Uh, and I agree with that. I think he's really been competing on that end of the floor. And much like the way he rebounds from the elbow, you know, a guy that's trying to drop in and help you on the defensive glass, he obviously needs some help uh, in that department. So if he's, if he's defending and he's getting on the boards, which are two areas that Arkansas is really emphasizing right now, uh, that's going to keep him on the floor long enough for him to maybe shoot his way out of that slump. And, yeah, you know, a guy who's maybe the, the second or third guy coming off the bench to bring that kind of pop, I think he'd really be an asset. We'll know more about UNC Greensboro tonight, taking on Vandy, but from what you know about them, are they expected to be a step up in competition from ODU? Absolutely. Yeah, I think this is going to be by far the best team Arkansas has played in the regular season so far. Uh, Greensboro's really, really good. I, I think they're going to win their league. I think they're going to go to Vanderbilt and win outright tonight. Uh, you know, this is a team that was up by five on Arkansas at halftime last year. Uh, I think the final score was only like a seven or eight point win for the Razorbacks. It was a little bit weird because that was the game Trevin Brazil got injured and, you know, it kind of maybe deflated the building a little bit and they had to adjust from that. But they gave Arkansas everything they wanted. They've got a ton coming back off of that team. Uh, they've got the Langley Burroughs, who are both really, really good players. They have a transfer uh, who was with them last year, but he was originally, I think, from BCU uh, that plays in the post. It's, it's going to be a, you know, a big challenge for the Razorbacks to shoot the three. Uh, they're very well coached. And, you know, this is a team that's trying to build a resume uh, and a case for maybe a large bit to the NCAA tournament. So, you know, that's kind of the thing with the Hogs right now. You know, after you go to three consecutive Sweet 16 second weekends of the NCAA tournament, there's going to be a target on your back, and you're going to get everybody's best shot. Uh, that's part of the expectation, but that hasn't been the case for everybody on the roster. So, you know, Devo, Brazil, and Makai, those guys are probably used to that by now. Uh, but it's a little bit of a different situation for some of these new guys like L. Ellis and, you know, Caleb Battle, who come from just different situations and different environments. Uh, so it's an adjustment they have to make. Like at, at any point, we've seen it throughout the course of the year already with, you know, Michigan State and, and Villanova and things like that going down to these big majors. If you don't bring it, you can get got on any given night. And, you know, UNC Greensboro seems very capable of doing that. So that won't go as far as to say Arkansas is on upset alert, but they better come ready to play because this is not a game you cannot be looking forward to the uh, – to the Bahamas, you got to take care of business against the Spartans first. You know, something that uh, Coach Muss has said last night, but also many times, is just talking about how college basketball, you know, he says like, oh, tonight I guarantee you there's been a team that got upset or a, team, a top 25 team that's lost. I- I'm curious, why do you think he keeps bringing that up? Is it more just like a reassurance of showing that, hey, college basketball has so much parity that anybody can get God any sort of night? Or is it kind of a message maybe he's trying to send to people? Like, what, why do you think he keeps bringing up that particular topic of, hey, any given night these teams are losing across the country? It's, yeah, it's, it's probably a, a combination of all those things. You know, I think on one hand, um, he's just right. Because with the nature of the transfer portal now, uh, you know, a lot of these low majors or, or mid-majors can, can kind of load up and flip their roster in, in short order. And a lot of those teams are older, uh, you know, veteran groups that, that can sneak up and get you. Um, and then, you know, I, I think it, it's also kind of a message that, like, you don't want to be one of those teams who's in that situation and he's going to be heavily critical of his guys. He's got very high expectations for him. But at the end of the day, they're 3-0. Their closest game has been nine points, while some of these other teams, uh, you know, have been getting picked off early in the season. So I think it also probably offers uh, maybe a measure of perspective for, you know, the fan base or people who might get frustrated, saying, well, why didn't they beat Old Dominion by 25 last night? Well, it's not always going to work out that way, but you'd rather learn lessons than, you know, in a winning effort as opposed to having to figure it out the hard way after a loss. Are we already seeing the rotation starting to take shape? Ten players played last night, but seven of them played the majority of the minutes, ten, ten minutes plus. Is it, uh, are we already starting to see this, and this is what we can kind of expect and going into this next game? Yeah, I think we're starting to see it you know, kind of trend towards whittling down a, a little bit. and I think we're still early into the season where it, it's all very much subject to change. I don't know that, that it's necessarily set in stone, but... Yeah, I mean, if you look at it, you got L. Ellis and Devo and Tremont Mark, uh, Trevin Brazil, Makai Mitchell, and, and Caleb Battle, kind of as a, as a top six. It's going to really, um, I think, play a ton of minutes for Arkansas. Uh, and then after that, you know, it's not like they're just going to play six guys. I mean, there's going to be a couple more who get in there. It's going to be matchup based. You know, we talked about Jeremiah Davenport. I think he's ultimately going to find a role, uh, especially once he starts knocking down shots. And it's just going to kind of be a hot hand type of deal on the post. I mean, uh, you know, is Chandler Lawson going to you know, kind of emerge and be that glue guy that he was in the preseason? 
uh, where he's all over the board, doing everything you need him to do, getting on the loose balls. Uh, or is Jalen Graham going to figure it out, you know, on the defensive end of the floor and with his physicality enough to where he can really be that asset for you? Uh, that kind of gives you a change of pace from any of the other guys in terms of what he can do offensively. So I think there's, there's kind of some clarity in the top six right now. Uh, maybe the last couple spots is still up for debate, but it's going to be fascinating to watch. And, you know, we said it before, they, they probably want to have a pretty good idea of where they're at uh, before they get to Atlanta next week. And I, I think it's starting to take shape. All right, last one for what you get out of here, Curtis. I got to ask you about football. What do you what do you oh, make boy. of the what do you make of the situation right now with, with Sam Pittman? Do you think it's is he going to be the guy next year? Does it have to see what happens in the next two games? Just what do you think of the certain situation right now? Yeah, I mean, you know, I have no idea what the uh, you know what the, what the financial uh, the financial situation is like over there. Like, you know, can you afford the buyout? Can you afford to get a whole new staff here? I I don't know, but just from a football perspective. Uh, you know, I kind of think the one thing that they really had going for them through what's been a you know a pretty tough season is they've been competitive in, in all these games, and that changed on Saturday. So, uh, you know, didn't like the way that went down. Uh, I, I don't think that was a really good look. I got all this other stuff piling up with the the stupid Polar Express, <laughs> and it seems like it's one thing after another. You know, so um, hey, you know, could they figure it out and, and blow out Florida International and sneak up on Missouri and? All of a sudden, everybody's feeling a lot better about things going into next year. Uh, sure, I don't necessarily expect that to happen, and, and if it doesn't, I, I wouldn't be surprised at all if there's a change by the end of the year. Polar Express is a crappy movie anyways, so they shouldn't have been watching it. That's that's my take on it. Yeah, it's a terrible movie, but either way, Curtis Wilkerson of HawkSports.com. You can follow him at Curtis Wilkerson underscore and see all of his great stuff covering all things Razorback basketball on HawkSports.com. Appreciate it as always, my man. We look forward to catching up with you later, okay? I guess that's Curtis is gone. We appreciate him, and we got more Out of Bounds on Trigger Tuesday coming up next, so stay with us. Roger Scott is at it again with his Razorback Song of the Week, presented by Dr. Jimmy Tucker at Ortho, Arkansas. Join Morning Mayhem each week as the smooth, dulcet tones of Roger Scott bring you his Razorback Song of the Week. It's all brought to you by Dr. Jimmy Tucker at Ortho, Arkansas, and your fun and game station, 103.7 The Buzz. This is SportsCenter. Arkansas head coach Sam Pittman spoke to the media yesterday and addressed the rumors surrounding his job. You know, Jamie and I, when we got here, we, we were planning on coaching here until whatever that date was that we were going to go down to Hot Springs and call it a day. I'm not close to that year right now, and the plan is to get this program back to where it deserves to be and stay here as long as, as we possibly can. It appears it will be business as usual this week. Arkansas will host FIU on Saturday. Kickoff for that game is set for 6.30. And on Monday Night Football last night, the Broncos beat the Bills 24-22. Josh Allen threw two interceptions in the game. He now has 11 interceptions through 10 games. Buffalo is now a disappointing 5-5 five and five on the season. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. Twin Peaks is the best in the game. Here, you're in the red zone for every college rivalry and divisional matchup all season long. On game day, you never have to decide which teams to watch. Only what combination of bites, burgers, wings, and more to order. Plus, where else are your favorite draft beers always poured at a frozen 29 degrees? Only at Twin Peaks, the number one sports bar. Get wings the way you want them. Try Twin Peaks wings bone-in breaded, naked, smoked and grilled, or boneless in your favorite saucer rub. Need a new tractor? Zero-turn mower? Maybe even a new utility vehicle? River Valley Tractor has you covered. With Kubota equipment from River Valley Tractor, you'll find tractors that are rated number one in owner experience to take on your toughest jobs with ease. Find them today at rivervalleytractor.com. Work smarter, not harder this year with River Valley Tractor. River Valley Tractor, closer than you think. 
Stacked Commercial Truck and Trailer has five service trucks available, providing you on-site service to get you back on the road. If that doesn't do it, Stacked has a new state-of-the-art 13-bay shop for service and repair on all Class A trucks, trailers, RVs, light and medium-duty commercial vehicles, tires, brakes, AC, engine repair, transmissions, differentials, and driveline repair. Stacked Commercial Truck and Trailer Repair. Get stacked two miles off 530 exit 34 in Whitehall. Join Justin and Wes Wednesday taking The Zone to Doe's Eat Place. Call Doe's now to book your holiday party. The Zone live at Doe's Wednesday. Open for lunch and dinner Monday through Friday. Go to doeseatplacelr.com for more. Injured? There's only one number you need to know. Dial 8. 888-8888. At Rainwater Holton Sexton, no case is too big and no insurance company too strong. Just dial 8. 888-8888. We are battle-tested big case injury lawyers who've recovered millions for our clients. Just dial 8. 888-8888. Been in a wreck anywhere in the state. Just dial 8. 888-8888. Responsible attorneys Michael Rainwater and Bob Sexton. 1037 The Buzz is your home for Arkansas Razorback football coverage each week. And it's brought to you by Expressway Airport Parking, Parker Cadillac, Arkansas Scholarship Lottery, Network Services Group, Edwards Food Giant, and R Care. 1037 The Buzz, the hogs play here. As MNB continues to grow, we want you to know the one thing that will never change is the way we do business. We still make the process of securing a loan simple and straightforward with a staff of experienced and professional loan officers. MNB has a variety of products and services to fit your individual requirements. Whether it's buying a new home, starting a new business, or expanding your business, our rates are extremely competitive. You keep moving forward. At MNB, we've got your back. Check us out at mnbbank.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Check out Hogs Meat Market's monthly specials and meat packages at hogsmeatmarket.com. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Hey, 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 hey! Turn that down, you buckets! On 103.7 The Buzz. BetSaracen is Arkansas's favorite sports betting app. BetSaracen is as close as your cell phone. Just go to the App Store and download the BetSaracen app. And BetSaracen has plenty of wagers, whatever it is you want. College football, NFL, NBA, college basketball, in-game prop bets, specials, double R props, NHL, combat sports, boxing, MMA, whatever it is you want to wager on, BetSaracen has it. Arkansas is a 29.5-point favorite against FIU, and the over-under is 51.5. Thursday night football, it's the Ravens and Bengals. Ravens are the home team. They're a 3.5-point favorite. Over-under is 46. So whatever it is you want, Bet Saracen has it. For the most accurate and up-to-date sports wagering info, you need to be on the Bet Saracen app. It's simple. Just go to the App Store and download the Bet Saracen app. Go to BetSaracen.com. Be sure to check out the video of How to Play featuring Jancy Sheets. It is a Trigger Tuesday here on Out of Bounds, which we'll get into here in just a second. Uh, I did laugh. I always love coaching searches again for, for many reasons, but uh, we know the Mississippi State that fired Zach Arnett is going to be looking for a new coach. Well, uh, Jamie Caldwell, or, or excuse me, Jamie Chadwell, uh, he's the coach of Liberty, and he's a guy that some names have been thrown out as far as he taking over certain jobs and whatnot. Well, on Twitter, X, whatever, uh, he had been, he quote tweeted a tweet from the Liberty Flames Sports Network. It said, hey, the Liberty show will be with uh, Coach Chadwell, presented by blah, blah, blah. It's going to be happening tonight at this restaurant, blah, 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 whatever. Well, Jamie Chadwell, the head coach on his Twitter account, quote tweeted and said, see everybody on Wednesday. You know, nothing too crazy about it. Problem was, he had his location on, and his location said Starkville, Mississippi. Good for him. Mm. So now people are saying, oh, what are you doing there in Starkville, coach? Uh, he's at a conference. Yeah, recruiting. Just a, uh, you know, just an everyday trip. Yeah, just yeah, he's got family down there. You know, his, his, his yeah, wife's sister. coming up. Yeah, yeah. holidays. <laughs> yeah. Trying to get everything all planned. Nothing, all to together. S- nothing to see here. Nothing to see here. Needless to say, uh, the tweet then, he went in, I guess, edited it and removed the location. So, yeah, nothing suspect at all. But I just like, that's the type of stuff where... 
I don't even I wouldn't even be paying attention to anyone's location, but there's always somebody out there that will be paying to that uh, attention to that type of stuff. So uh, yeah, we'll see if see if old Coach Chadwell uh, has anything to say about it because you know he's going to be asked about it. So it's just always it's always pretty funny to see. Social media will get you every single time. Uh, before we get to Trigger Tuesday, let's go ahead and get Brent and Stuttgart in. What's up, Brent? Oh, I'm on the trigger. It's okay. I'm on the trigger. You can call me your first trick caller for Trigger Tuesday. <laughs> I'm okay. triggered up. All right. What is it? I tell you what. Who's got the Who's got the best job in the world? Because what I'm hearing, there's no way Hunter Yurkic can fire Sam Pittman, <laughs> and he's going to be here for another year. Sam. <laughs> Nothing, nothing better than having a job where they're going to have to where where our athletic director accepts four and set four and eight. That there is nothing better in the world than having an athletic director that accepts the four and eight. No, so you're on uh, you're on the deal with getting after your check. It's not just pimping. You're after your check. Oh, I'm after him. Hey, I'm after them all because if he keeps him for next year, they're both on the line. And we're just going to blow it up and get rid of both of them. Hmm. Well, I mean, it is a possibility that it could happen, but... No, jo- hey, Johnny, let me tell you this. John, excuse me. If the athletic director is dumb enough to tie his... to, to, to uh, link himself with a, with, a lame death, with a lame duck head coach... He deserves whatever happens to him, John. Well, I'll say this, though, Brent, to your point. You know, there was a coach and an athletic director combo where that coach finished 8-5 and five and then went 7-6 and six and then went 4-8. and eight. And that was in a three-year stretch. And then that coach was fired while walking off the field against Missouri at home. And that AD was fired before that and then it just it seems like that happened recently it's almost like an identical situation that you find yourself in or in this uh, case yeah, I mean, Pittman went nine and four and then seven and six probably going to go four and eight and eight. there's going to be a lot of hell to pay for it there's going to be a, can you say hell on the radio yeah yeah you you can say certain words just not that they're not other we're not the bad words like that one's fine okay so I, uh, so I can say I'm mad as hell? Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Sorry, I had my finger okay. on the dump button just in case. I didn't know what you were going to go with, Brent. But, yes, you can no, say I, that. I'm, I'm mad as hell with this effort that we had from this football team on Saturday, and I'm mad as hell about the leadership we have with that football team. And that leadership is zero, nothing, from the head coach to anybody on that team. Well, hold on. Anybody that let – even though it was a walk-on locker room – Anybody that doesn't doesn't know, I mean, running the poll that was stupid. That was just stupid. Yeah. Well, let me uh, let me ask you this. Yeah. Let me ask you this, Brent. Though, if Hunter Yurchek goes in and he fires Sam Pittman, and his final game as head coach is Missouri, like, will that will you be okay with that? You'll be satisfied, and that'll make you at least a little bit happier. I'll be I'll be satisfied because it, the the ship driven by Sam Pittman. Is going nowhere. We're 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 running amok. Well, it is not very great right now. And who knows? Maybe that happens, Brent. Maybe it happens. We will just have to wait and see. I I don't wish. You know, my dad. I don't wish any coach to lose his job. But I mean, if we find Sam's going to be happy, they're going to they're going to ask him like that. He's going to answer like Ed Orgeron. <laughs> Which door do you want me to go out of? He might. He might do it. But that's that, what we got to wait for. Yeah, yep, that just might happen. Well, I, another question I got. If he resigns, if he retires, do we still owe him that $17 million? They'll work out some kind of settlement if it comes to that. that yeah. That's what they would do. And who knows? They could be having those conversations right now. Yep. I hope, I, I hope so. I truly do. I hope so. <laughs> y'all are looking good. Hey, y'all are looking good on YouTube. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah, we're trying. We, we we put on our best faces for you. Hey, just remember, John. I don't know if I would bet on the if I was a better. I don't know if I'd go to the, the bet Saracen app and and take the Razorback giving up twenty nine and a half. 
Yeah, I'm put not, it on FIU then. If that's how you feel. I'd say, yeah, that's why they do both sides of it for you, Brand. You can choose whichever one you want. So go the other but way. But I, I, I felt sorry for you Sunday night, John, John, as I was watching the Jets game. What a well, no, I mean, what don't feel sorry. Act, it's just it's it's another Sunday for the Jets. So yeah, you shouldn't feel sorry for that anymore. I'm used to it. I'm I'm over it. I'm I'm for both my football teams. I'm on the 2024. I'm on to that. I'm on the, I'm on the basketball, and I'm over whatever. I'm with you with the Hogs. I'm over whatever happens. I'm gonna follow, them, but I'm over. I'm over this year. Let's let's keep let's get keep it grooving. Get it keep it grooving. Keep it moving. Let's go, Brent. You're not All gonna right, watch, watch the last two day. games. You're not gonna watch the last two. Yo, I'm gave I'm gave my ticket to. Uh, I'm coming to the Missouri game. I gave my tickets to the uh, Florida International to my nephew and his girlfriend and his and his aunt and uncle. There so you go. I, have somebody I'm have, there. I'm gonna have six people in six seats. Mm. Well, you know, I said we'll say this too, Brent. Kind of hope in some ways, not hope, but if they keep Sam Pittman and they have trouble with uh, selling some tickets for the season, when the seat selection comes around for my season tickets, I could get some better seats. So, you know, maybe that's a positive spin that I could put on it. Maybe hey, you could too. I got good seats. I'm in the I'm in the north end I'm in the I'm in the end zone where I'll get free food. Same here. How come I haven't seen you around? You haven't said hi to me or anything, Brent? Come on now. Are you really in there? Yeah, I'm in the SEC club, north end zone. I'm in the touchdown club. Ooh. <laughs> so that's the lower level, isn't it? I'm on the bottom yeah, floor. Yeah, so yeah, you got you got the Gucci seats then. Yeah, I I'm I'm just up there, uh, you know, looking down on you and everything. But no, yeah, you got the so good seats. A, I'm serious. I don't. I didn't know about the Club 64 and all that. Does that have food in it too? I'm not sure. Um, I know that the SEC Club and the North End Zone Club, and I think some places in the South End Zone do too. I'm not sure how all that works, but all I know is is that I I, I, I got that, and that's like the best thing about it. Yeah. They, I said, I tell all my buddies, I'm not a drinker. I said, so y'all drink all the all the all the beer and mixed drinks you can drink. <laughs> I'm sure they make up for it. I'm sure they help you out with that, Brent. All they do, hey, next year, John, I'll save you a ticket. We'll end my group, and you can come down to the you can come down to the north. You can come down to the touchdown. Oh man, man, royalty! I'll be down there. I'll just better roll out the red carpet for me, Brent. I'll take you up on that offer. I'll roll, John, any week. I'll have you down there one week. Any week, I'll roll out the red carpet, the blue park. I'll have a sign that says Hogs by 90. <laughs> I appreciate that, Brent. Thanks for calling in, man. All right. Thank y'all. All Take right. care, Brent. Appreciate it, Brent. Yeah, that's uh, that's actually the thing that where, uh, you know, this game, in the final two games, you're going to have at home. Uh, the crowd, I think, this weekend is probably going to be slim, to say the least. Because of many reasons, not only does the team struggles, but the opponent's not exactly great, and you are going to have a lot of people that are going to be out hunting or maybe just staying home because they're like, "Hey, we got to travel for Thanksgiving, so we want to stay back." But uh, I'll be curious to see how many people are there in, in attendance. They'll, they'll say it'll be seventy-two thousand, of course, but there won't be. Yeah, but the stadium picture will tell the difference in that. So. They may be able to, to up it a little bit, but they're not going to be able to, to fudge it too much. No. I think I think something like, I'm just throwing it out there, I say like 40,000, 45,000 probably be there. Really? Um, I think so. <laughs> I mean, there'll be like no for sure way of saying it, but I feel like that, it'll be a... That could be being a bit generous. Yeah, and, I, and maybe so. Maybe, I, maybe I'm being way too generous, but... There'll still be fans. It's like people like Brent who's giving their tickets away to somebody who doesn't get to go to games very often. Like, here, here you go. Because I know all my friends aren't going to the game. So it's like, I have tickets. I'm just, I may be by myself there in my whole section, just hanging out, having all the food. But um, yeah, I, there'll be, there'll be people there. It just, yeah, it'd be, if it's half full, I'll, I'll be, I won't be surprised or impressed. It'll look like a COVID home game. Well, yeah, it'll look like a Chad Morris home game. Because at least uh, the people are going to be moving down. Instead of having to be six feet apart or whatever it was, at least be moving down. So, yeah, it ain't going to look pretty. But still, hey, we got Trigger Tuesday. We'll do that next coming up here on Out of Bounds. So stay with us. Hi, neighbor. It's Darren from Shamrock Roofing. 
Insurance deny you coverage on that roof? You won't be denied at Shamrock. Visit shamrockroofer.com for a chance to win a new roof absolutely free. Just visit shamrockroofer.com where one call does it all. David Dunn here with Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. We're the area's largest and highest rated independent diesel repair facility for all makes and models. From transmissions and brakes to suspensions and engine repair. If you're tired of high dealership prices and long wait times, come see what family-owned and locally operated really means. Expert technicians and the latest computer diagnostics will get your equipment back on the road fast. Take the England exit on I-440 to Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer, 568-2185. That's Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. RJ Hawk here with Chris Roberts from Southern Bank. And Chris, I know interest rates are high right now. That's what everybody's talking about. But if you're thinking about a project, whether it be a commercial project or you want to build a house, now's the time to come talk to you about what those future plans may look like. You know, RJ, no matter what the business environment may be, we're always there to sit down with our customers and talk about their future plans and what's going on with their businesses. And that's one thing about Southern Bank is they're a community bank. They want to be your partner. Partnering with our customers is a key to how we do business. And Chris, you know, we talk about those interest rates being high, but the one good news out of that is deposit rates. We have some great CD and checking account rates. Just give us a call and see what one of our personal bankers can do for you. If you want more information about interest rates or those deposit rates that we just talked about, call Chris and his team today at 501-424-0900 or go online at bankwithsouthern.com. Southern Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. So have you been living life with pain and you keep saying, well, I'm going to go to the doctor, but I really don't want to do the surgery and I don't want to be on pain meds forever. Well, I have an option for you. It's called QC Kinetics. Hey, everybody, it's RJ Hawk. I just had a buddy the other day that came up to me and he said, hey, look, I keep hearing your ads. I'm going to give them a try. What's the number? I'm going to tell you right now. 501-222-8440. Look, there is absolutely no reason that you need to keep living with all this joint pain. If you've got hip pain, back pain, shoulder pain, knee pain, you owe it to yourself to go by for this free consultation to QC Kinetics. There's people all over Central Arkansas that are using QC Kinetics right now, and it's changing their life. It's giving them their life back. They use properties from your own body to heal your body. So there's no surgery, no downtime, and especially no drugs. Give them a call today for that free consultation, 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440. 501-222-8440. Join Roger Scott for game day watch parties at Boudreaux's Grill and Bar, 9811 Maumel Boulevard in North Little Rock, and cheer on our team. The fun is at Boudreaux's, your fun and game station, 103.7 The Buzz. It's fall. And you know that means schools are back in. Leaves will be changing soon. Oh, and it means football. Friday Night Lights and action-packed weekend. And Chris Crane Hyundai gets you there in style. And with plenty of room to bring all your tailgate gear and crew of super fans. Get America's Best Warranty 10 years, 100,000 miles. And Hyundai Assurance. Right now, get up to $3,000 off new Hyundais this fall at Chris Crane Hyundai on Museum Road in Conway. And online at ChrisCraneHyundai.com. Thanksgiving is almost here, which means it's time to start thinking about your holiday plans. This year, save time along with the worry and hassle and let the team at Edwards Food Giant do it for you. Their turkey dinner includes the turkey as well as their signature cornbread dressing, giblet gravy, cranberry sauce, and dinner rolls. All fully cooked, homemade, and ready for you to heat and serve to your family. If that's not enough, their deluxe turkey dinner also includes sweet potato casserole, green beans, and apple pie. Now that's what I call a Thanksgiving spread. Click on edwardsfoodgiant.com to view their full menu and find out how to order your dinner. Same great deals, all new location for Hogs Meat Market in North Little Rock at 3901 JFK Boulevard. Call them today at 501-758-7700 for all their specials at Hogs Meat Market. The Steak People. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Third down goal to go, just outside the five. In the gun, K.J. bad snap, balls on the ground. Jefferson picks it up, rolling right. Got a man, touchdown Arkansas. Armstrong in the back of the end zone. The snap hit the turf. K.J. never panicked, picked it up, rolled right. And the throw was right on the money. On 103.7 The Buzz. The world is yours. The world is yours. It's mine, it's mine, it's mine. It's mine, it's mine. 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 It's m
Not a bounce here on Trigger Tuesday, but one thing that will never trigger us is, of course, Guatney Chevrolet because they have been consistently at the top when it comes to new Chevrolet sales in their zone, surpassing dealers from northeast Arkansas to Mississippi. And that success in new car sales has resulted in an overstock of trade and used vehicles. Since these cars have to go before the end of the year, Guatney Chevrolet is hosting a used car liquidation sale that beats anything in the market. And to make it happen, they've partnered with Capital One to get everyone approved for the biggest test counts of the year. Every major manufacturer is represented, and they're all good enough for mom. Great vehicles, good enough for mom, because that means they're good enough for you. All offers are approved with good credit, and here's what they're offering. Used tracks, as low as $299 a month. Used sparks, as low as $299 a month. Used rogue, as low as $174 per month. And it's only at Guatney Chevrolet. So you got to check it out. It's Guatney Chevrolet. They're in Jacksonville off the Gregory Street exit. And it is the number one Chevy dealer for a reason. They do it the best of the best. And like they mentioned, from northeast Arkansas to Mississippi, all across the area, they do it better than anybody. It's right there at 1301 TP White Drive in Jacksonville. And you can also shop them online at guatneychevrolet.com. No matter where it's at, no matter how you're doing it, do it with Guatney Chevrolet and guatneychevrolet.com. Yeah, it's a Trigger Tuesday here on Out of Bounds, and appreciate everybody listening in this afternoon. We're going to have Josh Braun joining us here in just a little bit, thanks to Matt Black, Allstate Insurance. People are really interested to hear what he has to say about the season, about Arkansas, about what to look forward to the rest of the way, and see how they can make it work. I know uh, a lot of struggles have happened, a lot of frustrations have happened, but the team's been frustrated too. So uh, we'll talk to him about that and uh, all the problems that come along with it as well. But keep those text messages and Asher Record Life and feedback, phone calls, all that coming for your Trigger Tuesday, 501-661-1037. Now, there are a lot of things to get into as far as what's triggering us in the world of sports, so let's go ahead and dive into it. I'm angry. I'm, I'm spitting angry. I'm like a tornado of anger swirling about. My heart rate is dangerously high right now. Triggered Tuesday, where you let everyone know what's offended you in the world of sports on Out of Bounds. All right, it is a Trigger Tuesday, and I'll go ahead and kick it off. One thing that I, as much as I love coaching searches, which are great, they're fun, they're entertaining, they're great for our business, great for content, great for discussions, great for speculation, great for entertainment, great for drama, great for comedy, great for everything when it comes to all things college football. But there is one thing that I do not like about coaching searches, coaching carousels, whatever it may be. Not only the false speculation that gets thrown around because that can get a little annoying, but when coaches at their current job get asked about speculation towards another job, and that can be a job that's at, at a bigger place, or maybe somebody on ESPN said, hey, one guy to look at is this guy for this job, and then they're like, oh, hey, this guy said you could be someone to look at for this job. What do you think about that, coach? Like, it's kind of annoying because what do you expect them to say? I know you're trying to get a story, and maybe they come out and they give you a little bit of a hint, maybe a little bit of a, uh, what do you call it, uh, just a little taste, a little tease, possibly where it's going to be. But in most cases, they just give you the coach's answer. I'm happy to be here. This is where I want to be. Uh, you know, we're focused on the next game, blah, blah, blah. But the one thing that really, like, that kind of bothers me when they ask, but what takes it to a whole other level is when they ask, the coach gives their response, and then they hold that coach accountable to that response if they later go and take that job. Like, it's just, it's the way it works. Like, that, Nick Saban said once that there's no way that he's going to take the Alabama job when he was at the Miami Dolphins. And he took it. And people still hold that to that standard this day. There are people that, you know, constantly said, I'm not taking this job, I'm not going anywhere, I'm not doing this, and then they leave. And then they hold him against him. My only thing is, is like, you got to understand from their perspective of what they're trying to do. Like, certain times it could be offered, certain times it could be a dream job, certain times it could be more money, whatever it is. But you just can't come out and say that unless it's, it's been signed, sealed, and delivered, unless you're for sure going, because that's just going to be problematic for your team, pro- problematic for your administration, problematic for you, and the possibility of having a contract. There's just a lot of things that could be problematic in that. So my whole thing is, is what I get triggered by is when a coach gives you an answer like that, and then they end up leaving, don't hold that against them. Don't say that, oh, they lied, they, they, they did all this. They're just trying to protect as many people as possible, and, not on, and unfortunately, that's the only way to do it. So just hold them to the thing of, hey, if they take the job, they move on, that's one thing. But when you ask them about them, just know that, hey, they may go, they may not go, but don't hold them, that, don't hold them accountable to that answer because there was a lot of things on the line in that particular case. 
What churches me is Ken Dorsey and being the guy who's been highlighted in um, saying that the Bills are losing now, and it was because of him, and he was let go. Now, the last six games have not been what the first three games were when they were scoring a lot of points. But in the last six games, they scored 20 and a half points. With the defense that's in place, that should be enough to get some wins, which they have won some of those games, but they have lost some of them. So essentially 21 points a game. But also in those last six games, the, uh, the turnovers have gone up, especially from Josh Allen, who has a turnover in each of the six games. And then when you look at last night's game in particular, Ken Dorsey didn't turn the ball over because he's not a player. He didn't have a pass interference that put the Broncos in field goal range on the last series. And he also didn't put 12 men on the field for the field goal attempt. That was missed. And then the Broncos got a second chance at it. Of course, they won the game. So what I'm hearing is that uh, Ken Dorsey might be the next Razorbacks offensive coordinator. Sam Pittman's the head coach next year. He could be. Yeah. He'll be in the running. His name should come up. <laughs> He'll have plenty of opportunities to, to get another job somewhere else as, as an OC. I mean, because I'm with you. I, I didn't understand. I know that sometimes it just happens. You need a sacrificial lamb. And uh, sometimes it's certain coaches, assistant coaches. But sometimes it's like, you got to make it make sense. And I just, this one just didn't make sense. Like I felt like with Arkansas and Dan Enos and all of that, that one made sense because the offense was awful and it was you could tell it was awful and it was a problem, so you moved on. But and it's like this particular case, like you said, I don't I don't feel like why you have to feel like he's the one to blame or he's the reason why or why. I I feel like you could have made some other move before you made that one because he has shown that and proven that he can be a really good offensive coordinator. But some of the problems that they were having, I don't think you can really pin on the offensive coordinator. So I didn't understand that. He'll get another job, though. He'll be fine. Does he have a buyout? Does he have all the money that they got to buy him out for? How's, how's that work? Well, he's he's fired. He's let go, <laughs> so there's no buyout. He gets guaranteed money, right? Isn't that how it works, I think? For how it is. He, he should have something that uh, is some type of settlement. Yeah. But he's a free agent right now. He can do whatever he wants to do. Well, he's going to get a lot of phone calls, I feel like, and uh, probably rightfully so. Because, again, he's anybody that's had that success in the offensive side of things at Buffalo, which he did, and... Uh, you know, he'll be looking for another job and still being football, good player and also a good coach. Uh, yeah, maybe Arkansas and Sam Pittman can make the call. But that is your Trigger Tuesday here on Out of Bounds. We'll take a top of the hour update when we come back. Razorback offensive lineman Josh Braun will be joining us thanks to Matt Black, All-State Insurance. Get his thoughts and opinions on what's going on with the Razorback football team and what they can do moving forward. You won't want to miss it. Some really great stuff. So stay tuned here on Out of Bounds on Trigger Tuesday. Tune in to Out of Bounds each Monday for Reaction Monday brought to you by Fleet Management Services. Serving Central Arkansas for over 20 years, they're your small to mid-sized fleet specialists. Fleet Management Services is looking for a maintenance tech. Oil changes, tires, general maintenance. 100% paid health insurance, match 401k, paid holidays, paid vacation. The right person can make $600 per week. Call 501-300-3000. 501-300-3000. 